and welcome to our lot in block five, uh, the podcast for Gooners by Gooners. And with December approaching, it's time for the advent calendars to be opened and it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. So joining me on this uh, Christmas run in is the great John Rubin. John. Evening all. Not Talk- from uh, Hornchurch. Not, not from Hornchurch at the moment, but um, from now, a very different part of the world, John. Yeah, we're, uh, Nottinghamshire, Westwood. Oh, I shouldn't tell people where I am. It's only a small place. Westwood? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, seriously, right, yeah, honestly... I don't know if I sent you that photo. Did I send you the photo of what it looks like from my bedroom window? Well, there's sort of like fields. Snow. 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 And there's a horse, Neddy, who lives in the field. Yeah, the horse hasn't been out today. The horse hasn't been out today, but the sheep have. You know what I mean? It looked like sort of a scene from The Hateful Eight. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Horses dying in the snow. Honestly, Um, it's just nuts. It's like there's nothing down south. There's no snow where I lived. Where well, I used to live in Essex, mm. it's like snow didn't exist there. You'd get a day of snow, <laughs> uh, and it'll be gone by the next day. Whereas this is kind of like welcome to the new world, where I am just going to be worried about driving anywhere and everywhere. You know, it's just I don't know. Well, it's not a good I thing. mean, John, it's you know we're a couple of days away from uh, the first of December, so. Probably by the time you're listening to us, we're already into December. But we'll be um, doing a quickfire, John, to look at uh, Christmas and your preferences for that. We're also going to have a Rube machine uh, instead of a stute machine this week. I'm not even looking for my bet's awful. I'll tell you what, yeah, Stuart gets lucky. We're not lucky. He knows what he's doing. I know that I'm like the worst pundit in the world. Okay, well, we'll find out how Stuart did in the last one when we get there. Um, Not very well. Um, But we've also got uh, a Nottingham dialect game to get you in the mood for living up there, uh, John. So we'll do that in a jukebox challenge. Um, So first of all... uh, I want to say this, though, right? You're saying about Christmas, right? Yeah. My mum said to me, she goes, we're all going to be locked down. I went, well, we don't know that yet. She goes, you don't know what you're doing Christmas. I'm thinking, well, you know what? Got butchers around the corner. It does like a, a turkey crown for like seven quid. I'm going to have to go and get one. Are you going to have to <laughs> lean out of the window and say, young boy, what day is it today? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, um, yeah. we, we uh, uh, there was stuff on Twitter showing. Oh, we can do football, but I didn't see a lot. You know what I mean? I've seen the goals. We, so. Well, there was. I was going to say that Chris Sutton the um, ex-Blackburn Norwich striker, uh, sort of miserable pundit, put his Christmas tree up on the 7th of November. Um, have you got your Christmas tree up yet, John? I don't have a Christmas tree. Oh, I'll tell you what, I have a new Christmas tree. Yeah. But the batteries, uh, you like, turn it on and it just glimmers itself. I do have baubles. I did have tinsel <laughs> and I've got no idea where my tinsel is. So, in theory... I've got nowhere to put it except maybe on the table under the stairs. Got rid of a, a, a G-plan 
coffee table today, which is my aunt and uncle's. Right. But it's too for where I am. Uh, they can be you know, quite, I, quite. They can raise quite a lot of money, can't they these days? Yeah, I did kind of look online and thought, shit. <laughs> I let the charity shop guys take them, mm. but you know what? If the charity shop get hundred quid, two hundred quid for it, then let them. You know. So uh, I mean, talking of freezing, um, Tottenham game called off with Burnley. Did you see Sean Dyche on the pitch with his shirt and yeah, tie on? Yeah, just there. He was like, doing that deliberately, wasn't he? Like yeah, everyone he else. I'm freezing my bollocks off. <laughs> it's, I'll go out. It's like, uh, was it, um, there was a famous um, American football match where um, I think it was the Green Bay Packers or someone. They played in oh, like minus 40. Yeah. Yeah. And the, they, they try, the, the, the manager of the Green Bay Packers convinced his team to go out without any kind of under gar- like underskins or just go out in shirt sleeves and show how hard you are. But yeah, and they think, freeze their bollocks off. <laughs> absolutely froze their bollocks off and lost the game. But also, I think two people died in the crowd. It was so cold. It's like, what yeah. point do you call off the game? Like, one, one person late. dies or when two people... Oh, two people, it's a bit too much. Yeah. Okay, I let's think, call... I think because it's, it, the ground sits near Lake Michigan or something... Mm. So obviously it comes off that to get that wind chill factor. So, Unbelievable. Uh, so I don't think there's any problem. Maybe there is a wind chill factor at Burnley because they didn't. Where's I mean, Burnley's near Manchester? It's near Manchester, and Man City was playing at the same time. I think. Did you see that pitch? Did you see the pitch before half time? It was yeah. like snow after half time. It was like, well, the undersoil heat had just been turned up to like a hundred. So it's like. <laughs> I remember there's uh, there's also a clip of the, in the past where like they I don't know it's like sort of a, like an international game where it was snowing and they had forgot to bring a red orange ball or they would lost the orange ball and they had to play with a white ball and nobody could see it like mm. when it was on the floor you could see players like scrambling around trying to Did get you the say ball. That for the games was it yesterday uh, where they said. Uh, the guy who basically conceded a load of goals said that he couldn't see the ball. And you kind of think, well, the ball's yellow. So <laughs> yeah. I think it can be difficult, I suppose. Ball. I'm not going to be... It was either that, I'm sure it was... It wasn't a... It was it Leicester? It's something. Like, I'm sure it was something. It was the Leicester game or... Wouldn't it be the Liverpool game because, um, you know, Whilst they conceded four goals, I don't think they were complaining. Whichever one they were saying, it, it was after like the third goal went in. It was like, oh, I'm having problems seeing the ball. Well, yeah. tough now. Well, um, I you know, kind of wonder why the winter balls aren't out now anyway. Well, they do, I mean, they just have a yellow ball, don't they? So well, they have yeah. the ball for the winter period. Like it changes, doesn't it? And they just play with that. They don't have to have a separate ball. Have you, got something you've got, have you got something in your mouth? It's like muffled. Do I sound muffled? I don't know. Something in your mouth. It's like you're doing the pressure on the Godfather. I just had a little drink. Um, oh, right. I wonder if you're just eating. No, <laughs> just having a little drink. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, then. So we've been... Uh, we, we were off air the last week, obviously, for obvious reasons, with John's move. And Stuart uh, was flying to... Uh, Orlando, he's still in Orlando, as I understand. He sent us to, a picture of him at an ice hockey game 
which looked like the crowd was worse than 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 um, the Emirates on Saturday. Um, and we've had two games, and it's pretty much been what you would expect in a way, hasn't it? I don't know how you feel, John, but it's like we went to Liverpool. So to Liverpool 4-0. Yeah, but, you know, we said that. You know, I mean, yeah. you'd kind of hope we didn't get 4-0 beaten, but, you know, the fact of the matter is we did. Um, so you kind of look at it and think... It's weird. Yeah. I mean, we had oh. had sort of glimmers oh, no. of hope at times. Um, just thinking Aubameyang had a chance at 1-0 in the second half, early in the second half. I've not seen that disallowed goal because match of the day, this is my real gripe with the BBC and match of the day because we know they hate Arsenal so much. So I've, I've never known an, a disallowed offside goal not to be shown. Well, I mean, it, yeah, true. I mean, I think um, in the context of the game, it, uh, we were playing better in the first half. It's kind of like um, one up. So you kind of would have thought that for us to go one nil up at Liverpool, yeah, and then as well, all right, it's disallowed. Fine, but yeah, I like think they, they should have shown it because it was a good move, and it was just that Obama. I mean, Aubameyang was offside all the time. Now I don't know whether that's good defending or just he's not concentrating, but I think there's several bits of evidence over the last two games that he just doesn't concentrate. Um, and in so- that in that case, it was a lovely move between. I think it was Tavares into Smith-Rowe, and Smith-Rowe sort of did a, a sort of back heel to Aubameyang, who was already through, and then he crossed it over to Lacazette, who put it in. Um, so it was sort of, it was a neat move, but obviously it had the offside as part of it. Yeah, um, You know, the thing is with, with Aubameyang, it's, um, he started off, you kind of thought, oh, you know, Aubameyang's back on his game, and, you know, we're kind of looking, and now we've just kind of like, yeah, Bamiyang's just gone off the board again. And it is a bit. I mean, I think he's working it's like harder. This time, this time last year, he was the same thing. I think it was this time last year. He kind of well, it was just all season really. But and he's not to say he's working. I don't know. It's almost like he's just given up again. I still believe they should be taking that captain's armband off him. They really need to. And I was under the impression that this season he would not be captain. So you kind of think, right, you can just, because he's not a captain. He's not a captain. He doesn't lead by example. He doesn't even give any guidance to that team. Mm. He just doesn't do it. You don't see him even talking to people. You know, you just kind of think someone's got, I know we had this discussion previously. It was like, well, no one need, really needs a captain anymore. You do. You do need a captain. You know. Um, I mean, I, th- I, I, just, I don't know. I just obviously, against it. Liverpool, it's going to be slim pickings. He did have a chance. It came to yeah. him on his unfavoured side, you'd say, because he had to hit it with his left foot. But he still had a chance, and <laughs> Alisson saved it, smothered it. And I, I feel like when you look at the game this weekend that Liverpool played, was it against Southampton? And they won yeah. 4-0 again. But again, Southampton had a few chances in that game, probably more than us, actually, before Liverpool just sort of cut loose. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, obviously in the Liverpool game, the the incident with the touchline and a bit naive from... It kind of screamed of naivety by Arteta to get involved in this sort of scrap between him and... Um, 
Klopp, and it all it did was raise the crowd, who had been sort of actually it was quite an insipid sort of performance by Liverpool. They hadn't really done much till that point, and it just fired them all up. The thing is, mate, it wasn't the worst foul. It wasn't a sending off offence. No, um, no, no. Yeah, I can't remember where he caught him. Was it the back of the head, or I can't remember. Because it I, was, I, it was Mane, wasn't it, on the Tomiyasu? Yeah, yeah it wasn't Yasu. the worst foul I've ever seen. I just think Tomiyasu overreacted, and he seemed. Well, to I don't do think that. he really, really did. I think it was more Arteta that overreacted because he's standing right by it. Um, yeah, but kind of like I think Tomiyasu was looking for more than what it was, mm. and I've noticed that about Tomiyasu. Yeah, well, he comes from the Italian league, doesn't he? So yeah, he's gonna be, he's gonna have that spirit of. But he kind of wants, you know, he, he's kind of bringing that, which we don't want. We had it when they always, you know, the same old arse always cheating chant. Mm. We had Perez and people like that. We don't want that. We we don't want players looking for something that just isn't there. Yeah. And I don't like it. And I think that should be. Arteta's got to come down really hard and just say, you know what? Arteta's part of the problem, though, John, isn't he? He I mean, is because, like, we, you know, I always remember absolutely hating um, what's his name, the Stoke manager, uh, Tony Pulis, the way his yeah. team used to behave at, at the Emirates when they came, yeah. shouting, coming out of their technical area, berating the referee, like screaming at what you know things that weren't given, and here we are. It's kind of happening. We're the ones doing that now. I don't like it. I, I totally agree. It's not called for. It's not very no. classy at all. Um, and, and, it's, and it's naive to do that at Anfield, where, you know, any kind of... It lit the touch paper, really, for them to suddenly Klopp, get going, didn't it? Liverpool, Klopp they were a, quite sluggish. Klopp is a big lump as well. I mean, he's massive. Yeah. I don't know where he's, he's got at least <laughs> six four, six five. It's like, look, you know what? If you want to have a go at someone, pick on the... Pick on uh, Sammy Lee. Yeah, <laughs> Sammy, Sammy Lee. Sammy Lee still, I wasn't going to say Sammy Lee. I wasn't sure if he's still there. I don't but know. Go for it. Don't go to Klopp. You know, just don't do it. So, it was one of the crankies. You should have a go at one of the crankies. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I like Klopp, to be honest. I actually quite like that. I have all the managers in the Premier League. I've got a lot of time for Klopp. He's kind of just says it how it is. And he's got a lot of humour about him. Um, and th- I've got a lot of respect for the guy for what he's done because when he took over Liverpool Liverpool were going nowhere Liverpool were doing nothing so you know whilst we don't want Liverpool to come back like I had to live through it in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s well not so much the well 90s, I mean but you've got to say that I mean Chelsea not so great performance on Sunday but Liverpool looked like they could really they could be really uh, difficult. It's, it'd be difficult to beat Liverpool this season, whoever you are. And, well, obviously, um, Liverpool, uh, Chelsea are missing. Um, I can't remember his name. He's injured. The one we was thinking they're going to really win the title because they've got him. What, Lukaku? The strike, yeah. Well, he, he came on on Sunday as a substitute, um, but didn't really have much impact. So, oh, he nearly, did, nearly had an impact on the game at the end, yeah. but... Yeah, Chelsea had a bit. It, that was a bit of a weird performance by them, weren't it? Against a Man United managers, managerless United. Um, yeah, and we'll get onto that later because that's our next game on Thursday. But we now Man United have just got this German manager, haven't they? 
Um, I keep calling him Thor Ragnarok. Uh, what's his real name? No idea. Absolutely no uh, idea. Well, he came from he he was at Schalke for many years. I think they won the German Cup and stuff. They've employed him to the end of the season. Um, uh, it's Ragn Rangnick. Um, Ralph Ragnick. He was. Uh, he was. A, he's. He was at head of sports development at Locomotive Moscow. Um, so it's a bit of a weird one, actually. Weird kind of. Um, he he took. He was um, at RB Leipzig before this Julian Nangelsmann or whatever. So he sort of handled some big names, big deals. But there, I don't know what. I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a strange choice, really. I mean, everyone's yeah. expecting a big name, but I think it's almost they've put their season in a kind of holding pattern and hoping that they can build up some. Let's just put it this way, Matt, with that, with managers, right? Yeah, if you sack your manager, right, three months into the season, yeah, what are they expecting to to get? Who are they expecting to get? Because yeah, it's true. Is looking to get rid of you know no decent club like challenging for titles and whatever, which is kind of thing that Man United wants, unless they're looking for like another Arsene Wenger. Or another Jurgen Klopp, or I'm assuming Klopp had a name. Well, I mean, apparently this guy was well known in Germany, and you know, Klopp, very respected by Klopp yeah. and um, Tuchel. Both had good words to say about him. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's a good- another German league manager coming over here to 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 you know, and they've had a big impact, haven't they? The ones that have come over. Yeah, here. I mean- if, if you look at managers that have been, uh, you know, put in place uh, midway through this season, it's because they didn't have a job. Yeah, you know, Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe. Yeah. yeah, and that was the one surprise. I mean, it's probably good that maybe Eddie Howe, uh, you know, took a step back because obviously maybe he wanted to, to have a job, maybe he didn't. You know, maybe he was disappointed to be let go by Bournemouth because of what he achieved by the Bournemouth. But yeah, you know, I still think that we should have had Eddie Howe because I think it would have been great for us. You know, whilst we've got Arteta, mm. uh, he's got his way of playing, and I don't like his way of playing because I don't think it suits us. I think we need we need more freedom. Um, but you know what? He's getting results at the moment. You know, we know we're going to lose to certain teams. You know. Uh, so you kind of have to say, well, yeah, we are this is the thing, isn't it? I think Liverpool's. We're not going to because we don't have the squad, we don't have the quality. You know, whilst in theory we should be looking and saying, well, who have we got that you could kind of call top class? Well, Abama Yang, but he's not doing it. Mm. Uh, Pepe, he's not doing it. You know, there are certain players that you could be looking at thinking. The ones that we've brought in, Ramsdale, fantastic, Smith Rowe, Saka, Tavares. I mean, I'm still a bit weird why Tavares is keeping out. Um, so I've even forgotten his name. Kieran Tierney. <laughs> I mean, I was going to bring that up because I thought, you know, against Newcastle, Tavares, um, I suppose it, there was he was brilliant at times, but then 
he he took a lot of shots in that first half. But he didn't have a good, but he didn't have a good game at Liverpool. But then no, he, he did have. not have a good game, and obviously it got too much for him. And you wonder whether Kieran Tierney would have been a better option against <laughs> Liverpool when you've got Alexander Alexander Arnold charging at you. Um, it was too much for him, really, wasn't it? Because they attack with with Salah and and Alexander Arnold down that side, and it, you very quickly become overrun by those two. Um, and it, that's how it kind of played out. You know, the first goal is from a set piece. It's a, that's a bit unfortunate. Um, the second goal is a pure mistake leading to a goal, a fantastic finish, but still a big mistake. Um, passing the ball straight to to um, to Salah. Was it Salah or Alexander? I can't remember. Um, and then, you know, at that point, the heads went, really, didn't they? It's like the game's up. We have to attack. We don't know how to. We couldn't keep it tight. And we had in that, until about, until that goal came about in the first half, I felt like the Liverpool crowd were getting a bit frustrated with how their team were playing. And we had a lot to do with that. We, you know, so you know, like West Ham had kind of got a game plan to hold back and, and hit them on the break. You know, if we could have just stuck to that, um, it would yeah, have been a lot better. But we just set pieces. So yeah, true, yeah. true. Um, and we just didn't seem to get a look in really in that no. game. It, it kind of slipped away very quickly, um, and it's a shame because again, I think we had a chance at two nil to maybe get back into the game. Aubameyang threw one on one, didn't take it. And within a few minutes, we're 3-0 down. And you just yeah. said, OK, well, this is, um, you know, this is what happens if you don't take your chances against Liverpool. Um, and even in that game, Ramsdale made three or four fantastic saves. Um, an unbelievable sort of scoop save where he had to try and get it away from Salah's feet. Yeah. Um on his back, and he's oh, that was just fantastic. And again against Newcastle, Ramsdale makes an unbelievable save at nil nil. Yeah, the John Jones shelf, yeah, was a great. And um, he's they're like they're like goals. Those saves sometimes aren't they? They literally are like a goal yeah. for us because you know, I, just, you know, I can't talk much about the Liverpool game because. I did watch the highlight. I did turn it off at 1-0, um, although I missed the goal. And I did kind of just think, you know, I did watch the highlights. But it's a long time ago. But the Newcastle game, I've not seen a lot of. But, you know, end of the day, I was listening to it on the radio. And it seemed like they had one decent chance, which is the John Joe Shelf. Yeah. We had... Chant from what it was on Radio 5 when I was driving around, or was it Talk Sport? Probably Talk Sport. Um, we had a lot of chances in the first half. I mean, uh, we were, they were, they were, both full-backs were playing very high up the field, very attacking, and Tavares seemed to shoot. Uh, Lakongas had a shot. Like Then Tavares would have a shot. They're all from outside the area. Then the first time we really attacked them, with Saka inside and got around them, um, we we got that chance where it it slipped past 
it, um, Smith Rowe headed it straight at the keeper, comes out, and Aubameyang sort of pokes his toe out and it hits the post. Yeah, I mean, but that's probably- still a bad miss because he's still. Oh, it's a terrible you know, a, miss. A, a striker, a proper strike. You know, if you're talking like if that had fallen to someone like Ben White or would fall into. Yeah, you Rob Holdings or you're yeah, someone who fine. shouldn't be there. No. But someone who, you know, I, I look at people like midfielders and forwards who should bury stuff like that because your midfielders should be expecting to score a goal. I think, I mean, like, I don't know whether it's a lack of confidence, John, or I, 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 what I think is it was a total lack of concentration on his part. And yeah. that's, that's what we're talking about. His head is somewhere else. I don't know where it is, but you, you look at the, what the, some of the chances he's had in that game, in the Liverpool game. He had this before, though, man, yeah. when his head was, wasn't in the game. Uh, and there was possibly, well, there was various rumours of why, but there was other reasons why that his mum was ill or something like that. Or that was right, yeah, malaria. I don't know know, but at the end of the day, right, yeah, this guy, I really think that if we get an offer for him at Christmas, mm. he should go. It's unlikely, isn't it, with the form he's in, that we're going to get any offers. Um, Someone might. Never I think we definitely... I mean, we definitely need to. If if the I mean, there are some rumours about whether Lacazette will go at the end of the season, and I think you'd do well to try to I find don't. a young striker to to bring in at, at, um, at, in January. Lacazette has got more about him, and when you've got someone like Smith Rowe, Saka, Lacazette, um, I really believe in that team with like the options that we have in terms of. Uh, from Tommy Asu down the right to Vares or Tierney, because Tierney puts in, this is what is surprising me, Tierney does put in some superb passes, and yeah. therefore I'm surprised that he's not playing. Maybe he's not fully fit, I don't know. But we have a lot of people who can put stuff into the box, and I think Lacazette is great in the box, and I really think that we should not be letting this guy go anytime soon. I just feel that the one who should go is a Bamiyang. He definitely should be out the door. Now, I've said it for last season and this season, when he come back and when we was talking about him praising him about how good he was, brilliant. But now he's had two games and he's gone again. So mm. I don't know what the answer is. But Smith Rowe was superb. Saka was brilliant. You know, I mean, Ramsdale was great. At the end of the day, it was a good team performance albeit not from the captain, you know. And we won 2-0, which is what we assume. I mean, we're not going to batter teams. We're just not. But I've said this before, and I'll say it again. If we beat the teams that we should be beating, we won't have any problems. And we may well finish in the top seven or eight to go Europa League, which is not what I want. Because I think the reason why we are performing is because we don't have European football. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes it simpler, but it also puts more pressure on our performances in the Premier League. So I guess it's a good thing to take that step back in in this season. It's, you know, to me, uh, you know, we should be trying to, if if we really are um, serious, we should be hoping that we can make fourth this year because 
you know, the performances are there in part. They're sometimes a bit fragile, but we, you know, we are putting it together. And maybe we haven't. I don't think we're Champions League standard, Matt. I don't think we are Champions League standard. If we can do anything in Europe, it's the Europa League, not that Mickey Mouse bloody Europa League conference. Mm. That is one thing we don't want to be getting. But the Europa League, but even then, we are not a team who are going to go into the Europa League and win it. We are a team that's going to go into the Europa League and hopefully qualify for the next round and maybe progress to the quarters. We just don't have that squad yet. I just look at that team and I think we just don't have, you need, you know, 25, 6, 7, really, not superb, but good. And once you go past our first team and a few people that are on the bench, that's it. You look at Balogun, right? Balogun got at trick the other night, even though we lost, right? And he scored again the other day, you know? But Balogun gets into the first team. We look at what he's doing in the reserves. And then yeah, he comes I mean, into... That's probably where we need... You'd need those extra games, wouldn't you, to to give him a chance in the Europa League or whatever to yeah. to try and give him some more time. But he came, you know, he started him against Brentford because of Lacazette and and Aubameyang, but both being having COVID or something, and he just looked something totally. Like that, yeah. He looked totally lost in that game. Yeah. Um, and you know that's hard for a young player. You need to put them in situations where they can be confident. I mean, well, there let's is. Shall we? Sorry. Let's just talk about Martinelli then. Let's just talk about Martinelli's goal. Absolutely. <laughs> well, there you go. This is this is what the the boy needed, wasn't it? Really. Um, I mean, the second half is funny how Tavares seemed to he got he got into the positions and then kind of fluffed his lines in the first half. But in the second half, he he made played a lovely pass inside to Saka for the goal, first goal. Um, and then fr- from the other side, Tommy Asu put that ball in to Martinelli. But what a finish from him! I, yeah. mean, I don't know how many touch- touches he'd actually had in the game up to that point. Um, but he's, you know, he had he has a lot of quality that hopefully we can start to see a bit more of this season. Um, but the thing is, with Martinelli, we know from the past what he can do. He was out a long time with injuries. When he came back, he wasn't quite at the races. Uh, whether he was injured again, I don't know. But you know it was, what? It was a long-term injury, wasn't it? And yeah. it obviously, it, it's then a struggle to get back into the team. Um, and yeah, it, 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 that really. I mean, if it's, if he hadn't have got that injury, I could imagine him being a first-team regular by now. But it's just I can imagine Obama Young not playing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but he he did come back, you know, sort of in the winter last year. He had a few disappointing games where he started yeah. in the FA Cup and stuff. Um, you know, so he's had, he's, he's not sort of lit, lit the, set the world on fire when we kind of had him in our minds as hit. This could really be a player that makes a massive difference to us if he's fit. Um, and it just hasn't worked out like that. But, you know, maybe he, with a bit of confidence, he can start to to play a bit differently or be part of a system 
maybe that he understands a bit better now or the, the problem we seem to have is that we just don't have that centre forward and uh, uh, Lacazette plays very deep um, Aubameyang doesn't want to play there and it's like the opposite of Theo Walcott remember when Theo what Theo Walcott wanted to do was play down the middle yeah. and now like Aubameyang doesn't want to play down the middle at all he wants to play on the wing and you just think, well... Maybe that's his place. Maybe that is his place. I mean, the fact of the matter is, I'd be looking at... Uh, when have we got Sunderland in the League Cup? Please don't tell me we've beaten Sunderland in the League Cup. It's right, next, totally it's right next to Christmas, isn't it? It's like the 20th of December. Oh, is it? Yeah. So we've got a way to go yet, because I would seriously be looking at changing that team around, because on Instagram, I don't know if you follow Arsenal on Instagram... But on Instagram, if you look at our reserves, right, the actual second team, if you like, mm. uh, we've got a lot of really good players in there. Mm. And I'd kind of be looking at thinking, well, look, I would, I'll tell you what, well, yeah, many moons ago, our League Cup strikers was uh, Bentner and Eddie. And yeah. I'm trying to think of Eddie. And they had a fantastic... Eduardo. Yeah, it was Eduardo. They had a fantastic partnership. They were brilliant. In the League Cup, they were fantastic. I want to see Martinelli and Balogun. I want to see Martinelli and Balogun up front in the League Cup and see what they can do. If not, not against Man United, but whoever we're playing after... That's Everton away. Well, I'll tell you what, I'd even give it Everton away. Well, I'd like to see Lacazette maybe and Martinelli. But in terms of, if you're going to start playing the lower teams, right, uh, then I'd say, look, you know what, let's just give Balogun and Martinelli a go. Balogun on the left, Martinelli on the right. And it's funny because we, we, um, we sort of uh, sacrificed Lacazette on Saturday for... Um, for um, the Norwegian kit, no, for the Norwegian kit, Odegaard. Odegaard, and I have to say, he should have been Aubameyang. Aubameyang should have gone. I don't know why he stays when he's playing so badly. Does Mark, does Arteta just sit there and think? Oh, well, I think it what? was more that you know that here's a here's a team that maybe will get more time on the ball in midfield, and we want to play Odegaard because. Um, you know, we don't we don't need that sort of strike force in we don't need it up front chasing the ball. We'll we'll have the ball a lot. Which was what happened. Well we had the ball a lot. Um still but, do anything with but he this is still frustrates me because he seems to so he sometimes he does something outrageous, but a lot of the time he seems to slow us down as a team. Um, he puts his foot on the ball. He doesn't move it quickly, and I, I'm just—it's a bit frustrating to watch, actually. And it happened when we brought him on, even in the Aston Villa game or something like that, where we've 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 sort of, for all intents and purposes, battered Aston Villa, and then you know we brought some substitutes on, and he suddenly the game seemed a bit slower and a bit more ponderous, and they got one back and. You know, things just, it just I don't see him as the as the player that maybe Arteta does. I don't, I don't know what Arteta's 
trying to do with him. How much did um, we pay? I think he paid a significant amount of money, 30, 40 million. Yeah, I do wonder why we bought him. Well, I mean, I suppose there is potential there. And, he, you know, he's a good technician, but it's like he's stuck in the Spanish league where the grass is a bit longer and he's got more time on the ball. Um, Yeah. And here you've got to be looking to move the ball quickly from that position, particularly if you're... You know, if your back's against the wall and you're the one defending and you, you're breaking out, he's you know he doesn't have the greatest pace in the world. He's got a really good engine, so he works hard in a game, but it just doesn't seem. I don't know. I I I I, I prefer to see Lacazette on the field and him on the bench. To be honest, he should have gone off for a, uh, maybe a Bamiyang should have gone off, or maybe a Bamiyang was already off. I don't know. Yeah, and so I guess you can then you can move Saka, you can move um, either Saka or um, Smith Rowe to that side, and yeah. you know put 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 um, Lacazette through the middle, and it, I just I, I don't know, um, it, it's just a bit frustrating with him. I think Lacazette's a middle, definitely is a striker. I think he's a great. I've always said this, said this before, said last season. I've got a lot of time for Lacazette. I think he's just... He did have a a terrible season last year, though. At the time when you really needed his goals, he wasn't there. You know, 12, 14 games without scoring. Just everything everything went tits up for him. Um, And he does, in in this system that that Arteta plays, he does connect the team better. Um, But he's no Ian Wright. No, he's not. I think um, he gets dropped a lot. He gets subbed a lot. Mm. I mean, why? I mean, whether Arteta believes that Aubameyang should stay on the pitch because, well, you know, he's our number one striker, and well, he might get a chance to score. Well, he had a chance to score, and he didn't. You know, I mean, there are like, stories, John, floating around that um, Raheem Sterling could be an option we're looking at in January. Um, he would be really good for us because he's got pace and he's got tenacity. He's not, he's not getting the minutes at Manchester And we've got Saka. And I would not be bringing in Sterling to for what? Sterling's not going to be To me, Sterling, against, is Sterling in Aubameyang's position, isn't it? It's It's got to be Aubameyang is the one we... We sacrificed for Sterling. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't see it. You know, that's where he played for Man City on that left-hand side. For England, he played. Well, he played a lot on the right-hand side, didn't he, as well? But I think it obviously he's he. <clears throat> he's one of those players that when you look at him in the Euros as well, it's a, it's about how he can put the ball in the back of the net. Um, well, he and certainly did that. He got no trouble there. You know, he definitely knew where the back of the net was. But I think Saka... Saka's going to be the same sort of player, and so is Smith-Rowe. But Smith they're, Rowe is you know, they're still 19, 20 years old, and this is a guy who's 26. So was Rooney, mate. And Rooney just carried on banging him in. Yeah. You know? That's I'm, what you've got to look at. You I know? mean, I, I guess it's if you could say... 
we'll get rid of Lacazette. If we say we'll get rid of Lacazette in January and we'll have Raheem Sterling, would you be happy with that? No. If we got rid of Aubameyang and got Raheem Sterling, <laughs> I'd be happy with that. Because I still think Lacazette brings a lot to this side. He does a lot with the kids. I think the kids like playing with him. He's, yeah, uh, that is um, true. I think that he brings a I bit of experience. He definitely, he gives. He's more of an over round. He's an over. He's more of an overall team player. He yeah, a lot. He wins Whereas penalties a, as well. Yeah, it's been quite a Whereas few a penalties. Bam Yang are... Isn't a team player. Bama Yang just seems to be out for Bama Yang and. He's almost like that on Ray. I know, like strikers should be selfish mm. because that's the whole point of it. But a Lacazette is a Burkamp because Burkamp would score if he knew he could score. If he didn't think he could score, he would see what is around for him, you know. And that is your Lacazette. But I still think he's got some of the abilities that Wright had. Whereas Aubameyang is selfish, which striker should be. But it's okay being selfish if you're producing the goods. Look at Giroud. Giroud did so much for that team and sacrificed a lot. Yes, he got yeah. a lot of chances. And yes, he missed a lot of chances. But he knitted the team together. And yeah, I think yeah. that is Aubameyang doesn't do that. Aubameyang just... We we need him there to score goals. That's what he's there for, and he's not doing it. Well, what and, you want is that ultimately where he sits in that position. What you want is you need someone overlapping him so he can cut inside and shoot from like yeah. the, the edge of the D. Doesn't do that much anymore. You, you need him to either cut down the wing and put a perfect cross in. So you want to know as a defender. The, which way do I push him? Do I want to, if I don't know whether to push him inside, I don't know whether to push him outside, then that's where Aubameyang should be operating in that space. He's going to put in a perfect ball across or he's going to come inside and shoot. And he does neither at the minute. No. Um, and I don't know what, what to say, really. You know, he's just not the threat we need him to be. Um, no, we're a Smith row and Saka. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You know, you never know what Saka's going to do, and Smith Rowe is just unbelievable at the minute. You know, I mean, and both great. I, I still am edging with the producer of the goods for me at the moment is Smith Rowe, but Saka took a little bit of time after the Euros. I and mean, stuff he, was, like he that. was superb on Saturday, Saka. Oh, yeah. Um, Every on the radar, it was all Saka, Saka, Saka. You know, that yeah. was just the way it worked. You know? So you think, yeah, good. Young barely got mentioned unless he missed. That's when I turned it on. I thought I was in B&Q or down the tip. It was like, <laughs> oh, no, I missed for Young. Well, there you go. What did I expect to hear? You know, I actually thought he scored, but he, no, he wasn't. I was talking about his miss. So but there we are. But you know what? Overall, we won. We needed to get back to winning ways. We won. We got three points and we're joint fourth. Uh, West Ham's yeah. ahead of us in goal difference. So, you know what? But, you know, West Ham had a tough game. Um, Did you know, they, they lost. On that? Did they lose or they lost, didn't they? They lost, yeah. So was that they lost Man to Watford? Watford? No, Man City. Man City, Man City yeah. yeah. so, you know, another one. You know, they played Liverpool, beat them, which we didn't. They played City and lost. 
So you know what? You know they lost to Wolves. They lost to City. They would have with Wolves. It's a very difficult situation because you never know what Wolves you're going to get. But we know what City are going to do. City are at home. City do what City do. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just the way it works. So it's no great shakes. If you just look at it as this league's got, say, four leagues in it, you've got the top teams, which really are your City, <clears throat> your Liverpool, your Chelsea. I would say to a degree United, even though they're behind us, but you still look at United and think they've still got that potential there. Um, then you've got the next lot, which apparently we're in, which I find very weird. But then there's that. Then you've got the teams that are a little bit lower, your Villas, your Everton's, and then you've got your teams at the bottom. Well, West Ham's, probably... ne- West Ham's next two games are they've got Brighton at home, not an easy game, and then they've, no, got, they've got Chelsea at home. Um, so, yeah. you know, for them, that that's a pretty, you know, they, that, that's going to, it's just tough, a tough couple of games. That'll, that'll really like test Chelsea. them. You know what, though, for West Ham, if West Ham are at home, that's a doable thing for Chelsea. It really is doable for West Ham, I mean. Or a draw. You know, they're, they're definitely doable. I think they can definitely beat Chelsea at West Ham. When have we actually good. got... I'm trying to search where we've actually got West Ham. Yeah, we've hopefully. Got, uh, bad uh, it's around <laughs> Christmas, I think. Anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to look at the scores at the weekend. Where were we with Brighton? Brighton were unlucky. Brighton were very unlucky not to score. You know, they've not done well recently. They, they had but, that game last season where they hit the post like five times and it was a bit yeah. like that, wasn't it? You know, they hit Brian, the post so many times in that game. Yeah. So Spurs have got a game in hand. Right. So basically, we kind of want to get ahead a little bit further. Uh, who else we got? Yeah, so you are looking at like Leeds, Burnley, Norwich, Newcastle is one little league. Watford, Southampton, Everton, Villa are another one. Then there's Brentford, Palace, Leicester. I would say, actually, with another little league, it is literally West Ham, Arsenal, Wolves, Spurs, Man U, Brighton, Leicester, Palace, Brentford. Mm. You know, that's, and maybe even Villa, if you want to put them in there. That's another little league in itself, like an eight-team league, uh, where you've got to say, right, we've got to finish on top of that league. Yeah, it's you not know, a bad way to think, seven. I suppose. It's, the problem okay. is that you need you need to get result. You need to go into these big games with the Liverpools and the Chelsea's and the Man City's with some, a game plan that, you know, isn't just gung-ho, isn't just we think we can beat anyone. It's, you know, there needs to be some thought on coming away from that ground with a point. That's what Mourinho used to do, wouldn't he? He would just literally park the bus yeah. at places where he knew they're better than us. So yeah. we don't need to beat them. We just need to beat everybody else. So um, that's it, really. Can we move on to Quickfire John now? <laughs> yeah, you know, I was just you know talking football because you were, but yeah. Let's go. Quickfire John. Uh, this It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, Quickfire John.
Are you ready? Yes. Satsumas or nuts? Satsumas. Baileys or brandy? But if I'm going to drink it, need Baileys. <laughs> Christmas pudding or mince pies for the diabetic? Christmas pudding. Christmas pudding. Christmas pudding. Stuffing or bread sauce? Stuffing or bread sauce. I don't, I don't think I've ever had it. I just don't get bread sauce. It's what sort, is the point? It's, yeah, it's sort, isn't it like sort of nutmeggy, just nutmeggy mushed up bread? Is it gravy? No, no. It's like you put an onion in milk with cloves in it. And right. so it's sort of cloves, clovey onion tasting milk, and then you add right. a load of breadcrumbs to that. And what's And it then for? a bit of nutmeg. So it sort of congeals a bit. It's a bit like porridge. It's for just. And what's it supposed to do with it? Well, it's like a sauce. But it's well, like, yes, a, like a sort of hot, hot sauce. Yeah, no. That just tastes not, like not, bread. No. Presumably no. it was there for, to, because you wouldn't have that much meat, so you'd have to have yeah, loads so, of yeah. bread. Um, Morecambe and Wise or Dave Allen? Oh, God. Uh, oh, I love Dave Allen as well, but I'm going to go Morecambe and Wise because they were very good. Famously, Dave Allen, on that year that Morecambe and Wise were told, BBC said that Morecambe and Wise had broken the record for the most viewers ever to watch something. Yeah. Actually, Dave Allen, it's found out later that Dave Allen's show had more people watching it afterwards because the pubs had shut so <laughs> <laughs> the lunchtime pub thing had finished so everyone had got home and watched Dave Allen I like Dave Allen uh, Queen's Speech or Queen Live at the Hammersmith Odeon 1975 The Christmas Show Queen Live at Hammersmith Odeon Christmas Tree or Christmas Crackers Christmas Tree Cheesy Biscuits shaped like stars etc or a pipe of Pringles Cheese biscuits. It's like a, just a list, isn't it? Um, carry on or James Bond? Depends on the James Bond, so I'm going to have to go carry on. If it's James Bond as in uh, Sean Connery or um, I can't remember the name of the most recent one. but he, Daniel Craig? Yeah. Anybody else, just forget it. I'll just <laughs> go with, uh, you know. Um. Yeah. And snowed in or lock in? Depends if I need to go out. <laughs> uh, if I need to go out, then lock in. If I don't need to go out, then and I've got a few days off, then snowed in. And finally, finally, boxing game, boxing day game, or the game just before Christmas, which is the more Christmassy? What game just before Christmas? Well, there, there'll be a home game just before Christmas, which we used to call our Christmas do. Or do you prefer um, the Boxing Day game? Football. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's Boxing Day. Boxing Day is the f- Christmas game. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I agree. Because it's, it's always a free. It's a freebie, isn't it? It's like whatever situation your life's in. That, you that Boxing that. Day game is like a freebie to do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, it's also like, no one really worries if you lose. You kind of don't want to lose, but it's just going out with your mates and just yeah. having a Boxing Day. Well, everyone's, everyone's a bit hungover already, yeah. and it's just about trying to get yourself up for it at the beginning 
And I just remember some great Christmas, Boxing Day, or not even Boxing Day. Some of them will be like a few days after Boxing Day now. Yeah, um, yeah. But that one where we ended up in, um, well, where we drink now, actually, but we never used to drink. Uh, Victoria, yeah. where we was from Barker, me, you, Lee, and one other person. Sock. Yeah. Sock. Was that on the Boxing Day game? I have these, like, things where we'd go for a sure meal just bo- before Christmas. It was just... We went for a terrible meal a few years ago, just before the Man City game. Okay. And, um, the Chompu. No, it was the pub. It was something that happened. The chef was off sick or something, and so the right. pub was struggling, and everyone got their food, and it was a bit cold. I won't name the pub because it wasn't fair on them, but um, they, uh, yeah, I remember someone trying to hand, uh, Lee Cattini trying to hand someone a, a roast potato, like oh, don't, I've got too many potatoes. Yeah, I have my potato, and it just dropped in his beer. Uh, <laughs> and then we were trying to think of good names for um, beer with a potato in. And my my favourite was Spudweiser. Um, <laughs> yeah, great, great fun. The Christmas game, though, uh, yeah. it really does lift. Sort of because you sort of stuck. I suppose it's like that kind of thing where you. When you were a kid, you'd go out on your bike on sort of Boxing Day and you'd yeah. finally meet your mates again. That sort of Boxing Day game had that flavour about it where you'd been sort of all the pressure of getting the presents ready and stuff and then all that was released on that Boxing Day. You just even didn't... that, or you might even just travel. I mean, you might just go and see your uncles and aunts mm. or your uncles and aunts might pop over. So I think that was always quite cool. So uh, it was better as a kid. I mean, I just think now... Well, obviously, in my situation now, Christmas just totally sucks balls. <laughs> Whereas, like, my last two were quite good. I know it sounds awful, really, but when I was in hospital, it was probably the best Christmas I've had since the last one when I was, I say when I was married, not that one, not 2006, 2005, because 2006, my ex wife's already in Cornwall. So, yeah, in hospital was great. Uh, last year was lockdown, so that was okay. You know, you just yeah. do your own thing. Um, obviously, I miss my mum, but it's all right going to my mum's. Uh, but it just gets a bit. I think maybe I've just got. I've just not got the spirit. Christmas. <laughs> you know? well, well, young John, <laughs> I tell you what will put you in the spirit, though, John. It's the Rube machine, because guess what? It's a Boney M Rube machine. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so, let's, <laughs> so let's put in a quid and all oh, the German band are singing because of Christmas Day. But the bloke is only miming because he never actually sang. <laughs> I know. So if you cast your mind back a couple of weeks ago, Stuart predicted that Eddie Howe's Newcastle might beat Brentford. Uh, but Eddie Howe ended up with coronavirus and the game ended 3 all. Um, so that was a bit of that a... That was a game. Show. It was that a game. Weekend, 
that weekend, it's crazy, the weekend wasn't it? Mentor we got guts. battered. <laughs> we got battered. I don't. Were we on first on match of the day? Story. We weren't even first on match of the day. Of course it was. wasn't, but think about that, that weekend was just... Absolutely. Let's have a look. Let's see if it is this one. There were two yeah, three-all. It was a Crystal Palace draw three-all as well. Burnley Palace three-all. Brentford, uh, Watford beat Man United 4-1. Yeah. Obviously, we lost 4-0. And then I think on the Sunday, uh, City won 3-0. Spurs, well, we don't worry about them. Although, in the, in the ladies' league, it was a ladies' league. Chelsea beat... Burnley 5-0 but we beat Manchester United 2-0 to stay top of that league I believe I think we're still top of that ladies league the Premier League yeah we are so um, yeah yeah it was a really mental it was a great week even I don't normally watch match of the day well I do but you know and I thought I just got to watch all of it because it was just so good yeah and I think um, just looking at the Premier League table now but um, Stuart's other prediction was that West Ham would go to Wolves uh, and, and, yeah. and they lost. Um, yeah. And Wolves are creeping up now, aren't they? They're yeah. like uh, six. They're just, they're, they've gone ahead of Tottenham. Um, yeah, they've got a game in hand, I suppose. But. Yeah. But they're three points behind us, Wolves. That, that seems a bit weird. Like they've lost five yes. games, um, they just haven't drawn too many. Like us, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, should I do a bet? Am I going to do a bet? Yeah, so this is your opportunity, John, to, right. to share for, with the world. Uh, uh, you can do a double if you like. I don't know betting, so I'm pointless. No, don't know betting. Do, I mean, I, I this is the boy do. who, uh, when we were in the world, watching the World Cup in the <laughs> service club, we were betting on, he was betting on corners. How many, how many corners? Yeah. <laughs> it was bet builder, though. That was easy. So, uh, right, I'll tell you what then, I'm going to do a, uh, I'm going to do a treble, cheeky treble, right, and I'm basically going to do West Ham, Newcastle and Watford all to draw. So, West Ham got Chelsea, Newcastle at home to Burnley, that depends on the weather, obviously, because I'm sure... Is this on Thursday? Thursday goes to Saturday. Oh, these are the Saturday games, okay. Would you rather me do Thursday? No, 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 no. It's better to do the Saturday one, give people a chance to get right, their bet on. Right. So, so this is Saturday, right? So you've got West Ham home to Chelsea, Newcastle home to Burnley, and Watford home to Man City. Now, I know Watford got a bit of a tanking at the weekend, but we know what they did to United at home. Uh, and so I'm going to go for draws. So that'll okay. be a treble, but you can do it as single, or you can do it as doubles, which would be three doubles, I think. So, yeah, just do what you like. But, yeah, Western, if that comes in, <laughs> that'll be a lot of money, actually. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a bet on that myself. If I do it now, right, so I'll let you know what the odds are, right, and I'm just going to do, um, I'm not going to do an accumulator. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do, well, no, I might do an accumulator just for a laugh. I'll do a pound accumulator. I'll let you know what it's live betting, so you don't get this with Stu. He's already done it, All right? But with me, you get actually live betting for. So let's just see. Right, football. Oh, keep getting this message. Yes, I'll update you later. So football, Premier League, Premier League. 
and I'm going to do uh, what I do. This is Thursday, so I want Saturday. So that'd be a draw, draw, and draw. So you are talking at seventy-four to one. Okay. So. Uh, not a bad bet for a quid if it comes in. I'm doing a quid. So it's two return. It's a £3.75 bonus as well. Uh, plus 5% bonus. So done. Placement bet. Sorted. Well, so, there you go. Well, I'll let's... win £78 if it comes in. Let's put another quid in the Boney M um, Rube machine. And oh no, they're not from anywhere in the Caribbean at all. They're from bloody Düsseldorf. So, <laughs> um, it's well, something like that, isn't it? I don't know. They're, from they? they're from Germany, weren't they? Oh, what didn't the Russian yeah. president want to go over and sing Rava Rasputin during the winter or so? I know that the guy that didn't sing, I think they ended up letting him sing in the 80s, but he died mm. in St. Petersburg. Um, so maybe they were a bit on that side of Germany. There you go. Um, okay, so uh, it's time for the jukebox challenge. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, riding through the glen. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, with his band of men. Feared by the bad, loved by the good. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, Robin Hood. Now, young man, this is a Nottingham dialect game. Um. <laughs> so as you've now moved up to the Sherwood Forest, John, I thought I would yeah. test your knowledge of the regional accent uh, to and be honest, Nottingham I, slang. To round the corner where the village round the corner, yeah. it's the nearest village to literally, bald, we are, do bald on Derbyshire. Okay. So I'm too closer to Derbyshire. In terms of, I'm in Nottinghamshire, but I'm actually literally just... You've got to Alfred, and Alfred's in Derbyshire. I'm literally like two and a half miles. In well, I don't think we're going to offend any of our listeners when I say it's no. all the same, that lot up there. Yeah. Okay, We've all seen this is Britain. Um, so here's some... Uh, the, the, we've got, I've got... Uh, my song. Got my song. Yeah, what's your song, John? Yeah, so because I moved and I was trying to think about, you know, New Start, I think it's called Brand New Start by Paul Weller. Yeah. So I'm going to dedicate this to Terry, who uh, Terry Rowland, who gave me a hand moving some stuff, and also I think Stuart. Like I know Terry really likes Paul Weller, so I'm just going to dedicate it to Terry Rowland because as a thank you for you know bringing me up here, and he also bought me my first pint in my new local. So uh, yeah, that was quite nice. So happy days. Here so, you go, Terry. Brand new start, Paul Weller. Okay, so I've got 15 here, John. Oh, 15 God. different things. And if you can get, I reckon, ha- over half of them, so eight, then yeah. you can have your song play. Otherwise, I'm going to pick it's a song, song for Stuart. Oh. And um, I have been watching, I, I know it's a little bit old now, but there's a series called Halt and Catch Fire, which is sort of about oh. the 1980s and how the com- sort of uh, the, the kind of computer industry and software and all that. It sounds boring, but it's actually quite a good series, um, like a drama about all these different yeah. characters in the, the world of computers. Um, What's that? 
on Netflix or something. Or uh, on I think it was on like AMC. So I don't know whether it's on anything at the minute. Um, Believe but me, definitely Virgin, worth- I've, basic, I've got a basic package of Virgin and there's pretty much nothing on it. One of the, one of the great things about the show is that it plays a lot of eighties music, like so everything from Stalag Thirteen was in it. Uh, I recall, and but I'm going to pick this one, which is um, Why by Bronsky Beat, which was on it, which um, yep. is a fantastic right, so. tune. Um, yeah. And if so, if you get less than eight, then it's it'll be Bronsky Beat for Stuart. Okay then. Okay, so uh, let's get going now. Yep. I'm going to give you an option of two different choices on each one. Uh, sure. So all you have to tell me is which one is what, what these words mean. So yep. back, e- back end weather, is that autumnal weather or spring weather? Autumnal. Correct. Blather yedded. Is that a clever person or a silly person? God. Uh, I don't even know what you said. I'm going to go with a silly person because that's how I feel. Correct. You blethered. Um, blorting. Is blorting crying or laughing? Crying. Correct. Bobo, bobos. Is a bobos horses or boots? What did you say? Bobos? Bobos. Bobos. Uh, oh, uh, boats. It's horses. Oh, okay. Charlie's dead. Is that a warning to let someone know that the pub is shut or that their underskirt is showing? Fuck. <laughs> underskirt gone. It is the underskirt, yeah. That's four. Go. Corsi. Is Corsi... Pavement or river? Oh. Uh, I'm going to go pavement. Correct. So you've got to bear in mind, I do work with people who are from Nottingham yeah. and Leicestershire and Derbyshire, so, you know, I kind of got a little bit of it. But there is one word I'm never going to get the hang of, and I can tell you that in a minute, <laughs> as it comes up. A dog shelf. Is the dog shelf the stairs or the floor? I thought you said dog shit for a minute. I just, you know, my next door neighbour's cat shits in my front garden. <laughs> Fucking digs in the gravel, digs in the gravel, does a turd, fucks off. <laughs> so I'm going to put down some um, orange, apparently, they don't like. Orange? Or chilli powder. They don't like the smell of orange. Okay. So uh, it's either that or chilli powder, little fucker. Anyway. Um, dog shelf, stairs or floor? It does sound like stairs, doesn't it, gone? No, it's the floor. Fossneck. Is a Fossneck a know-it-all or a Nosy Parker? Nosy Parker. No, it's a know-it-all. Guzgogs. Are Guzgogs gooseberries or tits? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go for gooseberries. Correct. Um... K-Lead. Is K-Lead sober or very inebriated? He's drunk. I've heard that before. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. You've got one more to get. Keckle. Is a keckle a bottle or a pint glass? 
A what? A keckle. Is a keckle a that bottle? K E K E K K I E. Oh, sorry, keke. No, no, keckle is Ellie. Keckle, is it a bottle or a pint glass? Uh, I'm going to go for a pint glass. It was a bottle. Uh, uh, you got four more to, to go to get one. Uh, collie knobs. Are collie knobs Brussels sprouts or biscuits? Biscuits. Brussels sprouts. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> n- n- never. Never. Does that mean smelly or nosy? Uh, nosy. Correct. Yeah, you got eight. Last two. Oh. Put to, put wood into all. Is that to stoke the fire shut or the door. shut the shut door? Up. Correct. Yeah. And snap. Is snap breakfast or lunch? Oh. Lunch? It is lunch. You have your snap at lunchtime. Oh, well. There you go, John. So you need to obviously get... A little bit more. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We've done quite well. 10 out of 15, I think, is pretty good. Right. And, I mean, um, the things I'm not going to get used to around here is cob. Cob as right. a, like a roll. Yeah, stone. Yeah. Just can't ever see that. I don't. I, I think, whilst I understand it, and I know what they're saying. Yeah, I you don't, don't want to say it. I, will, I don't think I'll ever use it. Because um, at Christmas here... In the pub down the road, Royal Oak. Yeah. Which the food's good. I've had eaten in there a couple of times. Um, can I tell you about the chips? The chips? No. Right. <laughs> when I came up here with Terry, I was hungry. So uh, I just wanted them. Um, it's not really toasted because the bun was still soft. It was like a hot ham and cheese roll and it was really hot. I do kind of worry with these things because of me transplant. You kind of worry that if the ham was a bit tepid, like, well, should I really eat it? Yeah. But really molten. Uh, and I said, no salad. It come with chips and salad. So you get like a little fancy basket of chips. There's not a lot of chips in it, to be honest, but the chips were good. They were very good chips. And uh, I didn't eat them all. So... Um, when I came back and I moved in and I went down to uh, on the first night here, mm. which would have been the Tuesday night, what did I have? I had the, uh, the all-day breakfast, which I'll tell you what, the value is very good. It's about £5.90 and you get uh, one bacon, one sausage, egg of your choice, I didn't post, beans, tin tomatoes, hash brown and toast. And, for, and then if you have a large one, it's the whole thing is double for 10 quid, and I thought that is a lot of food. <laughs> Although I did have black pudding, wasn't over-enamored with the black pudding. I'm a bit disappointed with black pudding up here. Um, but I did go to Morrison's and bought some, the proper one, the one where you can eat the skin. So I bought some proper black pudding, so that was all right. Uh, and I did a couple of bits of toast. So for like eight quid, it is a decent feed. Anyway, I said to the woman, I was just tired. I said, the barmaid, I said, uh, I said, oh, I've just moved in. So she went, oh, local. I said, yeah, literally just up the road. So she went, oh, brilliant. Oh, okay. And I said, I was in last week. So she went, well, yeah. I went, yeah, I sat over there with my mate. So she went, you left the chips. And I went, yeah. Then she turned around to the other barmaid and went, this is the bloke who left the chips. <laughs> so it was like, you know, like, 
in uh, American Werewolf in London. <laughs> it's almost like you left the chips. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. <clears throat> so, um, yeah. So there was that. So it was the uh, the cob. Uh, <laughs> duck. I'm not going to get the duck. Yeah. I'm not going to get the duck thing very well. <laughs> I said, bloke, you said about work. There's two people now who's, they call it whack. It's just their accent. And I just thought, I just got, when the geezer said to me last week in the pub, it was like something about work. And I was like, I went, pardon? And he said it again. I went, pardon? And he went, what's your job? So it was like, it was like oh, I'll give it up saying that. And then the geezer next door today said it. And I'm like, pardon? It's just accent. And I'm not trying to be rude. And I just try to say to people, like, I'm not being rude. I just don't understand. I don't understand the... No. The, 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 the Nottingham people. Um, yeah. So uh, it, let's play a bit of Paul Weller, brand new start. Yeah, indeed. I'm gonna clear out my head. I'm gonna get myself straight. I know it's never too late to make a brand new start. I'm gonna kick down the door I'm gonna get myself in I'm gonna fix up the yard And not fall back again I'm gonna clear up my Done and unfound. 
gonna get myself straight I feel it's never too late To make a brand new start I guess it's probably a road to Damascus type song, probably. He had his troubles, didn't he, Weller? So, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, various marriages, drugs, probably. I don't know. Um, well, that song I posted on your uh, WhatsApp thing, the Cathal Smythe one, right, Trash Smash from Madness, he wrote his solo album. It was an extremely cathartic album for him because mm. obviously he'd split up with someone he'd been with for over 30 years. And uh, there's a song where he mentions Arsenal because obviously she is an Arsenal fan. Okay. She's from Brazil, actually. But um, Big fan yeah. of um, Denilson, I imagine. Yeah, probably. So, uh, but yeah, that is a fabulous album, you know, and you can feel the pain you know, that he put into it. And I do kind of think that with cathartic albums, you do feel someone's pain uh, in their words, uh, which I suppose is what he's for, you know. And I suppose maybe that's why if you're not artistically inclined, when you feel pain, you just feel it, whereas they pump everything into music. Yeah, music, yeah. Or whatever. You know, I just, just remember Alan Partridge with Christian Christian Laveau. I loved you, but you left me. <laughs> There's no justice, <laughs> Christian. Um, Laveau. Yeah, um, it's, it's funny that you say that. that. I was listening to that Damon Albarn album. Have you heard this? That's no. All, the new, his new album is about Iceland, um, not no. the uh, chain of um, kebab meat shops and yeah. Kebab meat and Pom Bear's good toilet paper. Um, you stop. You stop doing. Uh, what was I going to say? They stop doing. They stop doing. This is the thing, right? You know, I'm very disappointed with this, and I don't know if it's near me or not. Well, no, it's not. Is it? It's in Suffolk or wherever it is, Norfolk. Uh, Bernard Matthews used to do. They did turkey burgers and turkey steaks, right? Uh, and the turkey steaks were just fabulous they were great to have in a sandwich and mm. they just tasted so good and then they stopped them and they brought out dinosaurs and jetters and whatever and it's just a disappointment it's literally you know i've just so in terms of Iceland, if i was going to write you know a really sad song <laughs> it, you stop not that iceland did it because turkey steaks were available in other shops but after what it mainly was Iceland. Yeah. Stop doing that. You know, <laughs> Square I'm sure Damon Albarn had probably thought that through. <laughs> yeah, Square Sausage they stopped doing. So. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, uh, it is quite good though, Damon Albarn. I think he literally got people, so he got a big house in Iceland um, and he would bring out musicians like sort of... Uh, like concert musicians to come and okay. just play 
play to the scenery out of his window sort of thing. So there's sort of all this stuff around. There's a track called Cormorant, and there's a track. There's like it's it's quite uh, it's quite nice to listen to. Very mm. sort of it sort of reminded me of when Blur first started their first album. Yeah. It was sort of that kind of without the electronicness, but just quite quite sort of hopeful and happy sort of sound. Yeah, nice though. Anyway, um, cool. next game is away at United with um, their Ragnarok manager. Um, what do you think, John? I don't see it going well. To be honest, I'd see Ronaldo doing what Ronaldo always does against us. The thing is. We know United have been hammered by a few teams, mm. but quite frankly, we just don't beat them. You know, we just, we, I know we have, I, I say Ivory, Ivory the Emirates, but you know that it's going to tear us a new arse. You just know they are. I think it's going to be about three or four nil. I just really do. I just see that, I don't think we've ever recovered from the absolute pasting we took up there, even though it's a new manager and a brand new team. Um, yeah, I just don't see it. You know, I just think we're going to get done quite badly. And also, it's the new manager syndrome. You know, the team always normally performs for a new manager, like they have under Michael Carrick. Uh, you know, so and they're going to do it this time. So, yeah, I mean, I hope we win, but I just don't see it, quite frankly. So, yeah. Mm, I don't so, know. I'm kind of... I'm, I'm, I suppose it is there. There's been worse times to play them, for definite. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like it's going to be a bit of a scrap. I can feel it being sort of a bit tasty as a match. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know what to say. One all. I hope. Um, I mean, you know, like Fernando. I mean, Fernando's a good player. Bruno's a good player. Ronaldo's a good player. Uh, yeah, I mean, they've got loads know, of great players, but they haven't like, played as a team. And no, you know, they're, well their defenders, their defending has been shocking at times. Yeah. So you could could conceivably see us giving them a hiding, but it's you know, it'll take a lot. It'll yeah, take a lot, and for also us to do like, that. Uh, De Gea. Yeah, he's been playing quite well, despite their bad well. form. Yeah, he is a good keeper. Um, yeah, so it's difficult, really, to. Uh, it's say an important which game for us, though, because you know, if we yeah. are going to start to separate ourselves from the other teams below that sort of fourth, <laughs> fifth space, we need to start putting. Well, we we have been putting it together, but it would be nice to to do that on Thursday, and then we go to Everton on Monday, um, who haven't been, have sort of been okay, haven't they? Where are they in the table? Away, two games in a row. Everton and... Yeah. Okay. Well, Everton are below us. Everton are about 15. They haven't won for five games in the Premier League. No. Do you see, like, um, this made me laugh. When I was watching Match of the Day, and they went, oh, and... Uh, Awobi took that shot. That really should have been a goal. Well, we know how that feels with Awobi. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, please tell us something that we don't know. Um, I see us beating Everton. Yeah, you know, I hope so. Night, so it could be a bit difficult, but I don't really see Everton 
given us too many problems. I mean, they've got the decent striker as a Calvert Lewin, but I don't know if he's injured or he's not injured. But um, he's not been doing a lot because I've not heard his name. You know, with oh, you know what a great goal from Calvert Lewin. So it won't be if he wants any kind of revenge. Then yes, okay, he might do something, but. I see us beating Everton. For me, if we got a draw at United, I'd be happy. Nil-nil would be good because whilst you kind of want to score, you just say to yourself, well, keeping a clean sheet is very important. Um, obviously, Ramsdale's doing brilliantly. He, he's definitely the best player of this season. In uh, the Overall, if we had to pick a player of the season now, it would be Ramsdale. Yeah, because he's, he has right. done some brilliant stuff, he really has. Um, so yeah, I would say probably we should beat Everton 2 0. I'll go for a 2 0 at Everton, <clears throat> and I'll tell you what, I'm going to change my mind on a 3 0 pasting. I'm going to say I hope for 0 0, a 0 0, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see how we start against United because they aren't, you know, they had a decent. It, sort of decent backs to the wall game against Chelsea, um, but yeah. uh, you know, and it sort of showed. But they had a bit of fight in them. Hopefully, it just it's one game too many for them in a row of you know being confused and having a new manager and whatnot. So yeah. uh, it'd be nice to see us go and take the points. But I think a one-all draw would be okay. And then if we can beat Everton, we should beat Everton. Although we've yeah. always had a bit of trouble up there at Goodison at times you know, over the last few yeah, years. But, we'll, you know, let's who's in charge can, now? Is it um, it's a Spanish waiter, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to say we'll win 2-1. Uh, I really want to say we're going to absolutely hammer someone this week. Um, but that's, let's, let's keep <laughs> that for later. Yeah. All right then. Well, we'll um, claw back the goal difference, and you know, do what we can do. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be good. It's a good week. I think if we could get four points, it'd be a fantastic week. I reckon. Yeah, indeed. Right. So, it's uh, for Stuart, who hopefully uh, won't spend too long in quarantine when he gets back. Um, you have to ask yourself why. <laughs> indeed. How many girders?
Thank you.